Praise the Lord, somebody. It is good to be here with you on today. As soon as I can get this iPad to behave. There's always something. It's all right, though. Our scripture lesson today comes from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in times past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. I've chosen for a sermon topic on today just one word, the word chosen, the word chosen. That verse 9 says, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light chosen you have been chosen how many of you have heard that phrase before I know I have especially when I make a phone call to a maybe a store or a company or something and they stay on the line say hey you have been chosen to take a random survey at the end of this call huh how many of you heard that before right yeah how many times in our lives have we heard this statement I know I've heard it in my life for many a day and when I reflect back on being chosen was often a special honor, whether at school during recess, in PE, or on the playground in the neighborhood, when it was time to choose sides, everybody would start yelling, pick me, pick me. Everybody wanted to be selected first. And no one wanted to be chosen last. You hear celebrities who are nominated for an award, and they say, it was an honor to be nominated. And this may be true in some cases. But you can bet your last dollar that most are disappointed because they did not win or they were not chosen. I get it. Being chosen might suggest that you are special. That you have finally made it. That your gift or work ethic is worth noting. Or that you are simply the best. These kinds of noteworthy accolades might make one's chest puffy. Well, God chose you because he loved you. John 3 and 16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes on him 
should not perish but have everlasting life. God chose you and me even though we were yet in our trespasses and sin. The Apostle Paul puts it this way in his letter to the Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. He said that God has chosen us through Jesus Christ before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. In other words, God sent his son and when he sent his son for you and for me, when we chose Christ as our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, every time that we approach the throne of God, all God sees is his love because his love covers a multitude of sin and falls. Yet, mm, there are those who have chosen not to choose God's side who have chosen not to want God to be their leader or want God to be the one supporting them. As a kid growing up, there were many times I didn't want a certain person or leader to choose me for whatever reason. I didn't want to be on that person's team, so I refused. I don't want to be on your team, so I'm not playing. I don't want to be on your team, so I'll just walk away. Or I'll just stand there and let the rest of you all just play. I don't want to be on your team for whatever reason. The scripture says that like many of us, that he was the stone that the builders rejected. He came unto his own and his own received him not. Moreover, the scripture says that he was beaten, he was battered and bruised, but it was all a part of God's plan. It was all a part of God's plan for his chosen people. You and I, those who accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, those who are willing to acknowledge Jesus as the Son of God, acknowledge Jesus as the one who died for us. How many of you have rejected the son? Therefore rejected the father. Yes, even in the church. I know. You got saved. You asked the Lord to come into your life. You believe on him. But when the Lord says, I need you to head up the steward board. And you say, I'm not doing that. And you don't do it. The Lord said, you know, you have a beautiful voice. They can use you in the music ministry. And you say, I'm not doing that. Or the Lord says, I want you to sponsor Gospel Sunday. <laughs> You may or may not do that, thanks to the Biscalia family. <laughs> but what I'm saying is there are times when God appeals to us, when he needs us to do something for him, and we say no. 
There are times when you know your next door neighbor is having a hard time. You know it. Something in you say, I need to reach out. But you don't. You know, there are times when, when people are in the hospital and, and, you know, and you keep saying, you know, I should go and visit so-and-so in the hospital. Well, you shouldn't keep saying that. You should just go. But you don't. Because guarantee you're being unctioned by God to take care of those who are sick, those who are poor, those who are in need, those who don't have. That is our responsibility. God chose you for a reason. You have been chosen and, and you are his special people. You have been chosen. You are royalty. You are priestly. You a holy nation. You, his church, his bride, whom he brought out of darkness into the marvelous light. Now you have a responsibility to testify to the saving and forgiving power of God. Tell your story. Somebody needs to hear it. You know what you've been through. And yet you look at some other people who have gone through it. And you keep quiet when God has delivered you from that situation. You know the challenges you faced. And there are others going through the same thing that you've gone through. And yet, you've been quiet. Tell your story. Somebody needs to hear your story. Somebody needs to hear it. As the people and children of God, we go through things. Yes, the scripture says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God is able to deliver us out of them all. And when he delivers you, guess what? You have a responsibility to tell somebody. We tell everything else. But when it comes down to telling somebody something about what God has done for you, you clam up because either you're embarrassed or you're shameful or you don't want them to think that, oh, he's just a good old-fashioned Christian. Well, no. But there are people out there hanging in the balance because they need your story. Mm. Tell the wonderful things that God has done for you. In verse 10, you were once a nobody, but now you are God's people. At one time, you couldn't find mercy, but now you have obtained mercy. The mercy, the love of God. You are chosen, chosen to do a work for the master. Called out to be a witness. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 says, For if any man be in Christ, he is a new person. The past is forgotten. The past is forgotten. The past is forgotten. Well, if you're in Christ and the past has been forgotten, why are you still holding on to it? You got to let it go. 
Because God has changed your situation. The past is forgotten, at least in God's eyes. If the past isn't forgotten, it hangs on because you refuse to let it go. We're human. I get it. And therefore, sometimes the mind just does what the mind does. And it just hangs on to stuff that we know we should have let go years ago. (sighs) I'm dealing with a sibling right now about some of the same stuff. Hanging on to it. What you hanging on to it for? It isn't going to make a difference today. That happened 50 years ago. And therefore, the yoke stays around your neck. Therefore, you remain in bondage. Therefore, you continue to suffer. Therefore, you continue to have heartache. Therefore, your your mind is still twisted here and there. You may as well be Sybil or somebody from the exorcist days. Because you refuse to let it go. The scripture says in Romans chapter 12 and verse 1 and 2, it says, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew your mind and free yourself. Ah. Mm. Says the past is forgotten. And everything is new. God has done it all. He sent Christ to make peace between himself and us, those of us who are believers. And he has given us the work, the responsibility, the job of making peace between himself and those who are the lost. You have been chosen. You have been chosen to be an ambassador for the kingdom of God. Will you accept or will you reject? The choice is yours. God bless you.